0: just got out of prison um (laughs) and now i'm at the club so i am doing well i hope everybody enjoyed maybe some time off or some family time over this easter weekend or whatever it is you celebrate or don't celebrate but uh, yeah i just hope everybody had a a good last few days
1: absolutely i was out in the sun for the first time in like months so that was nice yeah it was
0: finally beautiful here in minnesota so yeah i spent uh, a lot of good time outside as well
1: yeah awesome um yeah it was a rough week for me so falcon and right. the Winter soldier was definitely the highlight uh for viewers it's not in the loop i had my second shot of covid vaccine and it knocked me off my butt for a couple of days um, but i'm back on my feet and ready to talk about this episode so let's awesome. start what did you think let's let's do the uh traditional format here maybe a number out of 10, and then just some initial thoughts.
0: Man, I feel like a number is tough for this one for me because I didn't dislike it. It certainly went in a much different direction, which I think maybe is good um, just in terms of what they did. So my number might change as we talk about things, as if there's things I missed that maybe uh, positively impact or negatively, so I'll start with a 7.5, which I think is a solid. That's obviously not a bad rating at all. Um, I thought the action scenes, since we always talk about this a little bit, were better because they were a little more contained. Uh, you know, the hand-to-hand combat I thought was really well done and wasn't um, overly cheesy or anything like that, so it was cool to see uh, Bucky back in his Winter Soldier ways and taking some dudes out in the in the club, so thought that was good, and uh, wasn't expecting the team up of everybody that we had um, with uh, obviously the two main characters and then Zemo and everything like that. So was not really expecting that direction at all. And he had some he had some pretty good one liners I thought uh, throughout to some some woke comments that were pretty good. So overall, I enjoyed this one probably more than the last episode, and I think it, at, at the very least, it makes me very interested to see where it's going. So I'm like, oh, I, I really have no idea what direction they're going in the introduction of uh, Wakanda um, getting involved, I thought was a fun twist, just because I wasn't expecting anything from them. Uh, and it makes sense that they would be pissed off about him out, because, you know, killing their leader is kind of a big deal. So I thought that could be a really cool tie-in as well. So it it, it does make me more excited for future episodes. So uh, but overall, it was a pretty solid episode, I thought. At least better, not probably not better than the first episode in terms of some of the scenes, but um, I, I would say better than the last op- episode, in my opinion. So, what was what was your feelings
1: about I really, it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'd put it a little bit higher, eight point eight point zero out of ten. I really really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I loved the trio with Bucky and Sam and Zemo. I'm living for Zemo now yeah Zemo Zemo, I think is going to be a great top tier villain character going forward in the MCU definitely he um yeah that that moment in the club obviously was great but uh just him introducing them into the world of Madripoor and we got to see Madripoor finally no mutants but
0: yeah I didn't I didn't know anything about that I was going to ask you about that um because I didn't know anything about it so I I googled it because I was like I don't know what this is or what significance it has and then when I saw literally the description of it was like was basically like typically most a lot of stories within the x-men series takes here I was like oh that's why Josh was excited about this so it it opens up the door at least I'm sure that it was a big uh, a big point for you in terms of seeing that and hearing that so wanted to hear what your thoughts were on that since that was probably unexpected for for you at least
1: I love that. I loved the little reference to a very kind of obscure character with smiling tiger. It was random, uh, and then Sam. I think that photo. So you know, they uh, Zemo showed him the photo of what smiling tiger is supposed to look like. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the that's the, that's Sam's actor, right? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, I bet they just like took a picture of him. With like slightly different, like he had, I think he had like sunglasses on or something. Is like, I definitely, yeah, it was him for sure.
1: It's, it seems that way, but that was funny. That was good. Um, I, yeah, I really loved seeing Madripoor. i had been looking forward to that since I saw uh, it appearing in the trailer. I was hoping for an appearance of at least some random mutant, since it is such a uh, X Men um, piece of intellectual property. I was expecting that. Um, Wolverine in the comics goes by Patch for a certain period of time and so I was like oh this would be super cool if we get like some hint at Patch being in the MCU but that didn't happen Omega Red didn't happen uh it's fine I'm disappointed about it but uh still seeing that city with the neon that futuristic like Blade Runner type thing I I love that that was cool and then I loved uh, the introduction, the reintroduction of, is her name Sharon? Sharon, Agent Carter, Agent 13. Sharon, yep. Back into the MCU since the last we saw her back in, was that Civil War or was that even?
0: Yeah, it's been a while. When I saw her, I was like, I had to think about it too. I was like, when was the last time we even saw
1: her? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, she, she kicked butt. That was some, <laughs> yeah, pre- she had some pretty, brutal, pretty brutal action scenes. Yeah, I was um, surprised by that. That. I know the tone was set in episode one with Sam killing some people right off the bat, but this seemed to take it to a new level with her really just dominating the battlefield. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to ask you, what do you think? Do you think she's, um, do you think there's stuff she's not telling them that might connect her to the flag smashers or to the power broker? Like, I don't know. Have you read any theories on her involvement and what do you think?
0: I haven't read any theories. So I, I certainly would be interested in hearing any of those um, that you've heard. I guess I never thought of her being connected or involved, anything Flag Smasher related. I was a bit confused uh, at the scene. And I, I saw a few people talking about it on Reddit about like when they were talking. And he uh, was like, uh, I can get you pardoned. And she was like, nah, there's no way. And then he's like, I can get you pardoned. she's like, OK, you got it. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like you bastard I, that was i'm a, in <laughs> yeah he's like all right second time's a charm so mm-hmm. i thought that was a bit uh that was kind of funny just because it was like you know he just repeated himself basically in the second yeah. time she's like okay fine yeah. yeah i believe i believe you can do it so i thought that was a kind of funny and maybe there was a little more to it maybe that i missed on that but that was funny so no i'm yeah I'm, i haven't thought about anything or read anything yet about what her potential involvement is so i'd be interested to hear at least where which way you're leaning um in terms of what her involvement will be, if it's sinister or not,
1: I'm leaning towards her being being the character, the power broker. I think because she has connections to super serum through spending quite a lot of time with Captain America. Like it is not out of the question that she was able to steal some blood samples while she was, you know, on the run with him for two years or however long it was, um, or at least she had connections to people who might know about superhero serum about the um the stuff that made cap get his powers um so i could see i could see her potentially being that character and she seemed pretty well established in madripoor she seemed like she you know she had some credibility there she had people working for her so that's already established so it wouldn't be that much of a stretch to imagine that she has quite a few people working for her and it didn't seem like she had any super strength, so she's not getting high on her own supply if she is the power broker, but that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. She has the motivation for, you know, being disenfranchised by her country, and I could see either, if it's not the power broker thing, her having sympathies at least with the Flag Smashers, maybe she provided them with the, with the serum, uh, I don't know, but that's the way I'm leaning.
0: Yeah, I certainly think that would be super fascinating. I mean, like you said, there's certainly plenty of evidence to believe that she has plenty of connections if she's essentially like a art dealer or whatever in terms of having access to that and obviously yep. the connection she has. So yeah, I could see that kind of be like a hiding in plain sight type of thing. So mm-hmm. certainly would be very interested in that because, you know, would certainly explain why she's coming out of the woodwork in terms of her character being involved in the show.
1: And the title of the episode was power broker the power broker True. so
0: that, that's a good point
1: somebody in the episode it would seem to suggest is the power broker or mm-hmm. so i don't know i think i don't know i'd be okay if it's not her but I, i'm strongly suspicious and uh very much leaning towards her being the power broker which i think will be i think that makes a lot of sense right because then we have all of our characters as living in the shadow of steve rogers living in the wake of his legacy so it would make sense thematically and i i would love to see that unfold that way
0: yeah that would be that would be that's a good that's also a good point too about the the connection between steve rogers and trying to live up to his legacy and everybody feeling that pressure whether they need to or not so i certainly like that angle a lot
1: the flag smashers this episode uh lost some respect i really liked them in terms of their motivations and then the girl i don't know if what name she's going by um i I think she has i think her actual name has been said i just can't remember what it is right now but anyway you know the girl i'm talking about um yep when she basically burned that building with people still in it that was not good
0: yeah i i read one thing that i thought was an interesting theory about that in terms of like her maybe not necessarily sudden change of heart but because they are on or have taken some serum whether it was pure or some sort of that there's some sort of mental effect on uh on people who take that and uh, to the to the extent of like maybe the serum they're taking isn't completely legitimate so maybe it's not perfected like captain america was it's a counterfeit so you know while it does give the the powers um or the enhanced powers of strength and whatnot—that maybe it takes a toll on the mental side, um, and psychological. So maybe that's kind of why she's heading down that road, and could also play into the theory that I know we've talked a little about a, a bit offline. I think was was mentioned in the comments of the last video. I just pulled it up. Oh, yeah, nice. Because I want to read yeah. it too. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You should bring that up. Yeah, with Sam Walker or Sam Walker. I always say Sam Walker. John Walker uh, get a, uh, being unhinged, and that was obviously brought up in this episode of him being a little uh, stressed out to say the mm-hmm. least. So yeah, the- yeah go ahead and, and read that. Cause that, that was a really <clears throat> fascinating theory that I thought uh, would be great for the show. Yep.
1: So this is from Mikey from comics by the cover. Uh, anyone who hasn't gone to subscribe to his channel, go do that immediately. Really great content. Um, so he says we discover that his success, and this is about John Walker we discover that his success was a result of early testing with super soldier serum, and when the truth comes out, it would dismantle his character. I think this is alluded in the secrecy of the testing with Isaiah Bradley. I think we'll, we will see his him failing miserably at something, and he turns to doping the super sur- soldier serum to compensate for his shortcomings, and that his mood swings would play into a steroid trope, which is exactly what we're seeing right now with um with that character if she she did indeed turn to this murderous bend because of the serum that greatly foreshadows um john walker potentially as well
0: yeah i agree And and it certainly plays into uh the race side of things that they've talked to as well with you know having a successful experimentation on isaiah bradley in terms of him being one that that made it through and then them literally hiding him for so many years and then they have like you know this white superhero come out and instead you know years later who same situation but he's you know white so they're more comfortable with him coming forward and you know presenting successful use of the serum so it would be it'd be interesting in terms of that uh, angle as well in terms of how they would go about explaining that if 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 Isaiah Bradley does come up again in terms of maybe maybe Sam bringing that up or exposing that and seeing how, how the, the government and whatnot explains that. So I'd certainly like to see if, if that's an angle they take as well, because I think that could be pretty fascinating.
1: Absolutely. And it's, to me, suggesting that this is a very tightly woven narrative in terms of themes, um, which I think is great. And then like we've talked about before, it's just that execution in terms of the writing, dialogue and, and acting with some of the characters that I think is bringing the show down. But I think by far the show has the potential to just be way ahead of anything the MCU is doing in terms of theme.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it could be one of those things where you know, once we get, is there only six episodes?
1: Only six episodes. So we're halfway through.
0: Yeah, because I saw something after the third episode was released. It was like halfway through and I was like, wait, wait, like only six. I, You know, I guess they're longer episodes, but still, mm-hmm. that's I was a little disappointed in that. But I'd be interested to see as, as we get to episode five and six, if you know, everything that we've complained about or nitpicked is like all gonna, you know, make sense and we'll just our minds will be blown. You know, I don't want to hype it up or anything, but it'd be interesting to see if if all of this any any sort of nitpicking or complaints we've had about the execution will finally make sense in terms of how they go about, you know, weaving those together and if it's gonna be more of a um finale like a finalized finale or a cliffhanger or something like that leading into one of the future movies so i'm interested to see how they're going to do that because that could certainly be the case Mm because like you said i think the theme wise it's certainly far ahead of anything they've done so far in terms of tackling anything that's going on in the real world so i'm hoping that they can they can do a good job as they go along towards the finale
1: i gotta ask you one more question before we before we wrap this discussion up so this is from Spellman mark Malcolm Spellman, the uh, show runner, show writer, um, he says about episode five, um, cause he's asked which one is he most excited about? And he says, hands down episode five, it just gets real. And with episode five, you're going to cry. There's some theory circulating right now, now that we've seen I.O. from Wakanda, that potentially episode five will bring an appearance of Chadwick Boseman. What would you think of that? I mean, that would be.
0: I mean, I'm all for it, and, uh, you know, assuming it's done correctly and not cliche. So I'd be, I would be, I would assume that this would have been filmed before he passed away, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. And I know he had filmed some stuff before, kind of knowing that uh, he might not have much longer. So personally, I'd love it, assuming it's not done in any sort of cliche or cheesy way. But I think if it's done correctly, it could be like super, like just a hype moment in terms of him coming on screen again would be certainly very emotional. So I could, he could be absolutely correct. There could be some tears shed seeing him. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm getting uh, chills right now just thinking. Right,
0: I was thinking about it too. I'm like, oh man, just thinking about, you know, obviously the actor and just the context of in which, you know, his father being killed Mm -hmm. um, at the UN, I believe it was um, by Zemo. So that could be super, that could be great. So I, you know, like you said, a lot of, a lot of good theories out there that I, I would like if they were true to be the case. And that's thinking about, the, I, I hadn't thought about that side of it, if he would actually make an appearance or not, you know, knowing Wakanda or Wakanda was involved, but yeah, I would love that. What would, what would you think?
1: Man, it would be incredible. Just, Oh, I, I don't know. That would just stop me in my tracks. Like I would have to, like if he shows up on screen, I would just have to pause compose myself like maybe walk make a couple drinks come back and then continue the episode (laughs) i don't know but i don't want to get my hopes up but right it's technically possible he was alive when this was being filmed um but i mean he was pretty late stage at that point so i don't know if he would have been in condition to do filming but it's an interesting quote uh by far so Some other things have been said about episode five as well. So that seems like that might be the moment where, you know, all these things click and the issues we may have had with the show up to then really get smoothed out. So it's, it's going well, this episode I was really, really down for, I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm on board. I'm really enjoying the show.
0: Yeah. I'd say as well, I know we were probably more critical than we needed to be probably last episode, but I think it was just probably, just wasn't uh, again the direction we expected, and this I think kind of put it more back on track of a an interesting, uh, interesting setting and interesting story. And and just thinking about all these theories, I think that one's at the top of my list of like I hope that if any, if no, nothing else comes true, like if that happened, that would just put the show on another level if it's mm-hmm. done correctly. Because there's been a lot of great moments like that throughout the MCU. Obviously, that's with payoff, like you know, Endgame and all that stuff, like with characters reappearing and moment so if done correctly it could be really good so i'm excited again try not to overhype myself and get my hopes up with all these things but i think it could be it could be really good so yeah i'm super excited to see what what uh, the next episode brings us
1: absolutely all right well our combined rating divided by two we'll call this a 7.7 out of 10 really excellent uh, uh episode in my opinion and we have seeds laid for better things down the road so Anything else, Aaron? I don't think so. Yeah.
0: Again, just uh, sad that we're already halfway through, Um, just because I didn't realize that until this last week that that was the case. So I thought we had at least two or three more, you know, past six or, you know, seven or eight episodes at least. So Mm -hmm. that's sad, but uh, I suppose we have Loki to look forward to after that. So we'll, I'm sure potentially be talking through that as well so that'll probably be I a hope little we do yep I uh, yeah absolutely i'm sure that'll be quite different of a show from this especially being more of a solo character so excited for that as well so just hyped that we're we live in a world where we get some weekly marvel content every week so it's amen. great
1: amen hallelujah <laughs> all right thanks aaron for coming on another week another episode we'll see you next week uh everybody else if you have not subscribed to future retrospect go do so i mentioned comics by the cover earlier as well um i'm feeling i'm feeling a lot of love for the community so i'm going to drop some links down below uh, if you're watching on youtube for other awesome youtube content creators so go check them out as well uh aaron thank you so much thank you we'll see you next week keep it positively nerdy